Well, good morning, everyone. My name is Brian, and today is Wednesday, December 20th, 2023, and this is episode 592 of the Lots Project podcast, where we're defying norms and designing freedom. Today's episode is titled Favorite Christmas Movies, and I will be chatting about some of our favorite Christmas movies, movies we've been watching over the last few weeks, and uh, also got a couple questions about the, the, I guess, the platform formerly known as Twitter and then some value for value chat. But first, let's grab a cup of coffee, see who's in the live chat, and get rolling with the show. Good morning, good morning, good morning. How is everyone doing this morning? Uh, what is in the cup? Good morning, Jim. How are we doing? Uh, what is in the cup today is more of that FTO Blonde Espresso. I forgot to mention it yesterday. Got my monthly coffee order in on uh, on Monday, and I'm excited. I'm excited. Brian outdid himself this month and uh, sent along a bunch of that, uh, a bunch of the breakfast blend. I guess the I guess he changed the changed the the name of it. Uh, it was actually the blend he made up for Thanksgiving that uh, was super light and uh, and fantastic it was a uh, it was a multi-beam blend i believe and uh, uh transitioned that into a breakfast blend and sent some of that and it's it's a phenomenal it's a phenomenal um roast so i'm excited i'm excited to uh to get a couple pounds of that this month and then also um club members got a little sample pack a little sample pack of um of a of a, uh, a a special blend and we're gonna do a little coffee tasting in the telegram group when we each drink it so that'll be cool that'll be cool it's a great idea so good morning rewilder life how are we doing good morning msu rifle how is it going this morning a little chilly here in tennessee little chilly the last couple nights i think last night was down into the 20s again so that's two nights in a row and no, nah, we're up over 50 this morning. It was a little chilly in here this morning. The dogs, uh, I guess, were, uh, it was a two-dog night, if you guys don't know. Uh, the band three-dog night, you don't know how they got their name? I'll tell you, real quick. Uh, in Alaska, <laughs> in Alaska, up north, the the Eskimos, I guess it wouldn't have been Alaska, it would have been the great north, uh, when they had the igloos, and they were sleeping in igloos, and it would be cold. They would uh, they would bring dogs in their sled dogs in to keep them warm. And uh, you know, and one if it was a little cold, they bring one dog in. If it was uh, it was moderately cold, they would bring two dogs in. And then, man, the coldest of the cold nights was the three dog night. So there you go, a little nugget of uh, a little nugget of trivia for you this morning. Where the the band, and if you've never heard of the band, hmm, it's a little older, but should check it out check it out they do have pretty good music so anyway what uh what do we got to talk about today uh real quick off the top i have a question <laughs> hunter says hey good morning hunter holding down the fort over there on twitch hope everything's going all right how's the weather in uh how's the weather in texas is it cold 45 in florida um so yesterday 
I think it was yesterday I noticed that um, on StreamYard, where I set up all my streams, uh, where they go and every morning, um, you got the, the logos of all the platforms they're going to. So I got Facebook. I click on YouTube. I click on Twitch. I click on a couple of um, custom custom ones. One goes to the Telegram chat. Um, I'm not even really sure where the other one goes. Hold on. You know, it goes to a, um, oh, to Odyssey. Odyssey, yeah. I haven't logged into there in quite a while. But anyway, anyway, I um, I was noticing that Twitter for the longest time was the the bird. It was the, you know, the original Twitter, even long after it got switched over to X, I guess is the name of it now. But that got me thinking. All I do is hear people say, X, formerly Twitter, or you can say Twitter and know everybody exactly knows exactly what you're talking about. Uh, you randomly say X. I saw it on X. What the fuck is X? Uh, so there's this qualifier there. How long does that need to be there? And is it really ever not going to be Twitter? And I also, for you that use it, I don't necessarily use it all that much. I I um, I post there a lot. I consume it minimally in like drive-by status like when i go to use it i will catch like a, a few things here and there i don't ever sit and consume the content there it just wasn't ever uh something i got into and yeah. anyway so my questions are hunter says it's still twitter is it or is it just, is that the logo? Is that like the new logo? Is it called X? Is it called Twitter? What do you call it? Um, <laughs> it's like a crescent wrench. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess. I guess. What do you do on, on X? Do you tweet on X still? Or did they, did they come up with a new, um, did they come up with a new, method or what you do when you're there channel locks vice scripts man hunter is all over it this morning with these brand uh associated tools because you know a crescent wrench is just an adjustable wrench correct is that what you would call it hunter um vice grips are locking pliers channel locks are slide slide adjustable pliers but we go by their uh, by the the brand that made them famous, or would it be the brand that made them famous, or would it be the brand that originated it? I don't know. I might have to look into that. That's a that's an interesting question. Now that uh, now that you put it that way, um, so it's Twitter. It's just going to be Twitter. So do you tweet on X? Does anybody, I mean, I know a lot of people probably tweet on X, especially on Saturday or Sunday or Friday and Saturday nights, but uh, <laughs> uh, same thing with Facebook. What, uh, whatever happened, I never really paid attention to it. I, I was kind of uh, anti, uh, checked out for sure on Facebook, uh, post and run for sure. Um, <laughs> I uh, I was only posting on there for sh for sure, but uh, I know they changed it to Meta. Is that like the the umbrella thing for Facebook and Instagram? 
because that's what I kind of get the feel now that I'm diving back into it. I'm exploring all these new um, like uh, business page back end uh, professional dashboard thing that is absolute nightmare to use for if you've if you got used to using the old style of everything you went away and you came back this this thing is just a fucking shit show and it uh, it makes me not want to use it i don't know if that's the point or what but uh yeah uh so i think that is an umbrella name for both because every time i open up anything that that says meta uh, or it opens up in another browser and I have 15 browsers open because it opens up in another browser every single time. Um, Meta has links to both the Facebook and the Instagram. So is that is that how that one goes? I'm not really sure. I know I'm asking the right crew in, in my chat about all social media stuff. So that uh, that's interesting. <laughs> that's interesting. Um, <coughs> anyway, that was just something that I noticed that they finally... Uh, synced up the new logo, the new X logo on uh, on StreamYard. So that's all I know. That's all I know. I remember the day that uh, that old uh, Elon uh, pulled the wool over everybody's eyes and threw the the Doge dog up as the as the logo of Twitter. And yeah. So anyway, anyway, let's uh, let's move on from that. That was uh, Pips. <laughs> Pips says. Uh, Wait, why? Why are you listing all the tools that my ex took from me? Uh, yeah, yeah, that that'll happen. That'll happen, especially if they're all the good name brand ones, and uh, and that's what you got. So, sorry, Pip, that you uh, that you got that all taken away. Um, so that was my question on X. Um, got a couple other things, and then again, uh, just gonna kind of crack through a list of uh, Christmas movies that we've been watching. If you have movies that are your favorites, uh, please put them in the comments. You can start them off with uh, some cap locks or uh, some way to denote those. So when I'm glancing over there, I can uh, make sure to star them and get them on the list. Uh, the other thing I want to talk about before we get there was. Um, Actually, two things. One thing real quick was as I was exploring um, Amazon influencers yesterday, I, uh, I got off the I got off the podcast, got everything taken care of. And then through the advice of some people that I was watching some tutorials and uh, some other creators that have applied for the program, there is a process that you need to go through. And I think I might have mentioned it yesterday where to get your videos up on product pages. You have to submit them and they have to adhere to a shitload of rules. Um, and they all make sense. Like everybody's like, oh, Amazon's just like uh, being being curmudgeon in their uh, in their rules and they don't want people to be able to make videos. I read the rules and I like I get why they are what they are um, like stupid shit. Like you can't say click the links in the description because there's no description. Uh, it's not that they don't want you to repurpose content. It's not that they don't want you to repurpose stuff from other platforms. They just don't want you telling people to click on something that's not there and confusing people. Uh, it's supposed to be a streamlined, uh, straightforward, uh, easily accessible review video and not confuse people that are trying to buy shit. Uh, so I get it. I get it. So anyway, I uh, I went through the the process is you submit three videos <coughs> they review the videos manually and determine if they abide by the rules that you have to follow to put the videos up 
this process takes a t- takes a while. Uh, you need to submit three. You submit more than that, it doesn't matter. You submit less than that, it doesn't work. Um, so I wanted to the, get the clock ticking. I wanted to get those three videos submitted, get that process rolling. So if I had to wait, which I was told uh, in a bunch of the videos, they were a little older. Uh, and then from some other creators told me that it was like 30 to 90 days for them to review these videos. So basically, if I uploaded them yesterday, um, I could start making more in the middle of January, maybe February. And I was like, well, I better get on this. <laughs> I better get on this since uh, since 2024 is going to be a push for monetization and uh, and cash flow. So if I'm going to lose a half a month here uh, or a month to them just uh, taking time to approve it, I better get going. So I figured um, I could I could skim through uh, a bunch of old review videos I had on YouTube. I had a playlist of them. I was just going to listen to them real quick, see, see if I could edit them down to fit the rules. And... So I sat down, I started looking at a few, I, uh, I went through a list, I kind of um, went through a best a couple best practices lists, watched some videos, and was able to cut uh, three or f- actually five, I think I edited down. And then I picked the best three, and I submitted them. Well, lo and behold, when I submitted them, it looks like that the approval process is down to two business days, which is pretty cool, which is pretty cool. So got on that. I have that waiting. Uh, while I was there, I started exploring some of the other stuff that's around. Um, and a lot of it is stuff for website building, links and banners and all that stuff. But I started looking at something that it was already available to me that I never looked at through the Amazon Associates. And it was a list of these services. So I've been fo- focused on products on Amazon. I've been recommending products, products we use, products we buy, things that are helpful to people in in kind of different genres like the RV community, the homestead community, blah, blah, blah. Well, there's a whole other side of the, the affiliate program that what, that's not products, not physical products. It's like the services that Amazon offers. And um, when people sign up for this stuff, if they use my link, these are specific links, there's pretty, pretty decent, um, pretty decent kickbacks for it. One that I was surprised at, and I I don't know why I never assumed that that you'd be able to do this. But did you know that you could give um, audible subscriptions? You can give like a three month or a six month or a 12 month audible subscription to someone you can gift that to them. I would have always assumed that you had to sign up on your own account. Uh, maybe you could give a, a Amazon gift card and and get uh, and buy it with that. But you can gift people uh, audible subscriptions. So I was looking at it and yeah, I get a decent, decent kickback. And I know a lot of people in this audience either listen to ebooks or they um, audiobooks, excuse me, or uh, know someone that does. So if you're looking for that last minute gift, I mean, obviously digital products are uh, digital products are instant, and doing something like this works. Uh, hey, here's a lick. Lick. Uh, you can give Audible a three month, a uh, six month, a uh, year subscription to Audible, and uh, yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. So I'm looking through these things. There's also stuff like uh, wedding registries. So if you use my link to sign up for a wedding registry, if you're getting married. Uh, baby registry, 
I, I get I get a, a kickback on signing up, just signing up. Uh, there's a whole list of them. I'm probably going to put a web page together on the site uh, as soon as I can uh, with all these laid out there and talk about them. But it was pretty cool. It was uh, it was definitely uh, interesting. And I feel I feel like I missed the boat from the beginning when I didn't see this section of all this that was available to me. I never really dive dove into it. It was basically, Hey, do you, uh, do you want to do, uh, affiliates, affiliate links for Amazon? Yeah. You just uh, post a link to the product I never really dove into actually how the system works. So as I'm diving in, huh, <laughs> there was a lot of stuff that was available that I, uh, I, I could completely miss. So, there you go. Put the link. I put the link in the live chat. If you're interested in that Audible subscription or um, or getting that for someone, you can uh, grab the link. It's also in the show description and the video notes, the audio notes, all that stuff. So, hey, just another another avenue. And then uh, before we wind out on on Christmas movies and and just talk about that for the rest of the show, I want to talk about. Um, Value for value, value for value players, uh, podcast 2.0 players. I got into a couple of threads talking about them. Uh, the apps, especially the apps that we that I use, uh, Fountain is one I started with a long time ago. I, you guys have had ups and downs with it. I know listeners love it or hate it or have loved it and now hate it or didn't want to try it and now they like it. Fountain has struggled. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. I was around using Fountain before they did their big Sat giveaway, um, their streaming giveaway. A lot of um, a lot of people felt cheated. Uh, it was it was an interesting time. It was definitely an interesting time in the apps growth. They've had a lot of struggles with updates, focusing on the wrong thing. Whatever. I still use it. The interface in Fountain for the podcaster side, the creator side is pretty nice, pretty smooth, uh, especially for onboarding, getting it set up, claiming your podcast. I originally went through and went the manual route through the podcast podcast 2.0 index, which was um, interesting. Let's say needed some needed some technical guidance and uh, and some support to get that done. But once I did, it worked. And and the way Value for Value uh, Podcast 2.0 Network works is if you tip, uh, if you tip, if you zap, if you stream sats on any or all of the platforms, you can access that from any or all of the platforms as a creator. So if you are on Podverse and you stream me a sat a minute for the show, I it shows up in my my fountain wallet. So basically fountain, podverse, all these apps are just skins on a, a bigger network and you just be you're able to view it through there. So if you think of it like Noster, if you know what Noster is, all the different uh, all the different clients you can use to access your 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 profile. Um, and access your feeds that you saw that you uh, that you follow. Those are like the apps and the podcast 2.0. Like you can pull them out both at the same time, and they'll both say slightly different things. They'll have different interfaces. They'll look different. They'll function different. But all the underlying information is there. 
it's all it's all uh, interchangeable. It's all where you access it. So these these threads were really really pounding hard on Fountain. And I, I don't have a, a, a necessary a love affair with Fountain. It's just what I started with. It's, uh, like I said, was the easiest thing for a creator to to kind of onboard, uh, basically a click and a verify email. And you uh, you have your podcast listed. I, I mean, that made it stupid easy. But um, they were really talking about Podverse. And I had used Podverse uh, on desktop for some things i i embedded podverge player on my on my website i liked it um it just i don't know if the app was there when i was kind of digging in for phone apps and then i've kind of gravitated away from podcasts to really keep mine me um i don't want to be copying anybody i don't want to be listening to four podcasts and then my my podcast sounds like theirs it is what it is um and also I get distracted. So, um, so they, uh, so Podverse in the discussion groups I was reading really has been improving quietly, adding features, making solid updates. Everything they do is, is just solid and building upon the last thing. Um, uh, and so I thought I'd check it out. And so I went to the website. I downloaded the app onto my phone and uh, I started I started exploring and I started poking around and it looks pretty nice. It looks pretty nice. It looks like they're doing a solid job. Sounds like things are getting faster and they're listening to their users and they're adjusting for that. Um, but something interesting happened. <laughs> so I connected a wallet. I uh, I started messing around. I started looking for my own my own podcast. I wanted to share it from the pod Podverse link um, to the place where I found I started the, the this rabbit hole uh, where people were obviously interested in Podverse. And so I saw the 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 value for value option. The the um, stream this stream this guy sats or tip or whatever. And so I, I clicked on it and. It, uh, it so it gave me the option to do it in lightning, just like we would, just like you would in, in fountain, blah, 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 this and that, you know, all about that. If you listen to this and you don't, and you want to find out about it, shoot me a message. Uh, let's talk, let's talk value for value and getting set up so you can support creators. But anyway, there was another link that, uh, I had totally forgot about. And this was interesting because I clicked on it and I was like, holy crap, what is this? Well, back in August, when I changed podcast hosts, when I went from Red Circle to Captivate, um, I set the thing up. It was kind of in the middle of a big changeover of a lot of things. I was busy. I was flying through the stuff. And at, as part of the setup process, it prompted me to set up um, monetization. And I was like, okay, well, maybe at some point I'll do this, that, or the other thing. I don't know, but... I'm. I'm as long as I'm in the setup and it's prompted me to do it, I had all the required stuff. It required a Stripe account um, for for transaction processing and this. And I already had that. Sorry, guys. I got dog hair in my mouth and I just can't get it out. <laughs> uh, so anyway, I set it up with Stripe and I forgot. 
completely, totally forgot about it. Never mentioned it. Never mentioned it on a show. Never mentioned it anywhere. But yeah, I set up three uh, just generic level of memberships on my Captivate site. So if you go to Captivate, um, if you go, if you click on the links that I post every day and you listen to it through the Captivate site or the Captivate player, um, yeah, there's a tip function and a membership function that I set up that I completely forgot about. And it was linked through Podverse and I found it haphazardly on the back end going through it. So yeah, that's there. Uh, so I guess Captivate dumped on the value for value board uh, on board when, you know, I don't know if it was when when the Lightning value for value network showed up, but this was all in cash or uh, USD or whatever currency. It uh, goes through credit card. And so that was interesting. That had been there. And I totally forgot about it. So found that just by exploring an app. So that was, uh, just wanted to mention that, but this winter, definitely this holiday season, uh, consider your podcasters, me and, and anyone else you listen to, uh, support them, support small businesses, all of that. This is the, this for small businesses, man, this is the money time. This is the, this is the make it or break it time of the year. Usually, uh, unless they're seasonal, unless they're, uh, unless they have a different focus of different times of year, but man, holiday season, support those small guys and, uh, and give them a good push going into the new year. So just thought I'd mention that because I happen to have happened to find it on the, on the back end randomly and threw it in the notes this morning. So check out Podverse, check out Podverse. If you are, uh, if you were struggling with fountain, you didn't like it. Uh, you didn't like uh, the updates, the crashes, all of that. As we struggled through to get to uh, a good usable product, Podverse is there. So P O D V E R S E Podverse. Uh, if you need help with it, let me know, and I will dive in to uh, to see uh, if I can answer your questions. So, Rewilder Life says that's really cool. I should look into the wedding and baby one. Homeschoolers have tons of kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they usually do. Um, from what I've seen, what I've seen, uh, usually, I guess that is a a qualifier. It's not all of them by any means. But anyway, let's uh, let's move on to movies. Let's move on to movies. Corey and I have been on a a little movie kick here, a little Christmas movie kick to relax in the evening before we go to bed. Um, and so I just kind of wanted to share some of the ones that uh, we've watched recently that we haven't watched that uh, just happen to not be on Amazon. Uh, that's where we stream our movies and. Uh, solely because we use it for the free shipping and uh, and then we get the movies as a bonus but um yeah we've watched a few over the last few few weeks uh some of them we've owned some of them we purchased through amazon we own digital copies of them uh, and then some of them are obviously just listed there because it's that time of year <laughs> oh man rewilder jeez Rewilder Life says they only have three kids, but they have friends with 9, 10, 12, and 15. Can you imagine 15 kids, Corey? Yeah. <laughs> she said she doesn't even want one because they're gross. <laughs> As we sit here with these three St. Bernards um, in this camper and we look at each other daily and go, Oh my God, what, what a mess. She doesn't want any kids because, because they're, they're gross. 
<laughs> mass rewild their life says the grocery bill yeah you better be homes homeschooling and homesteading and raising uh quite a bit of your own if you are gonna if you're gonna feed 15 kids my god i can't imagine i can't imagine the change in their grocery bill in the last year like holy shit um yeah, it, it, it went up significantly for just the two of us. And uh, I can't imagine going up 15, 15, one person times 15. And then that, in, that, that increase, holy God, holy God. <laughs> wow. Wow. All right. All right. Christmas movies, Christmas movies. We always, uh, I think we start with um, Christmas vacation. I think that's that's where we start every year. I think to get into the holiday holiday season, we um, we watch that. I mean, I think we've watched it in the summer, <laughs> just just because we'll get on the kick. We'll watch uh, we'll we'll watch National Lampoon's Vacation, uh, the summer one. And then uh, Christmas vacation, any time of year, we own both of them. So uh, that is that is definitely a classic. Uh, back from '89, I believe, and I can't remember this. I know for a fact that I saw the next one on the list in the theater. I may have seen Christmas Vacation in the theater. I can't remember. I would have been, I would have been uh, eleven years old, ten years old. Um, it's kind of foggy. I don't quite remember i know we went i know we went to um see movies every year i remember seeing the next one on the list i might as well just say it is uh, home alone i remember seeing home alone in the theater uh that was pretty cool that's uh one we also watched this week home alone one the original and um that's kind of what got me thinking about these christmas movies because we were watching it and i remember the buzz around that movie when it came out i remember how everybody freaked out not freaked out but was like all excited about uh all the shenanigans that kid uh, that kid pulled off and so when Corey and i watch it i kind of really key in because i was a kid i was a kid uh around his age in the morning or in the in the time it actually came out when we watched it and so I watch it now from the perspective, uh, the perspective of being that kid, looking back from an adult. And man, it, it's as a as a child picturing yourself doing that. It's a lot easier than uh, than looking back and going, "Yeah, there's no way that could happen." It's it's definitely a different movie. It is definitely a different movie. Um, <laughs> sorry, guys, read in the comments here. Home Alone. So that uh, that is a good one. I as we watch it every year, I always um, I always get to the point where Kevin's mom's coming back from uh, from Europe after they've realized he's home alone, and uh, I I look at Corey and I'll go, "Holy shit, this." John Candy's in this too, right? Like, you start thinking about uh, the 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 different avenues that movie took, and I was just like, "Holy crap!" I don't know. I don't know. I think I think that's a solid solid one for um, for holiday holiday classic. Uh, roll down the list here a little bit. Um, 
<laughs> I'll go to this one next. We haven't watched it yet. I don't think it's on Netflix. I don't know if I'll buy it, but uh, people in the in the in the live feed here talking about uh, a Christmas story. That is definitely one of uh, one of my one of my favorites that we watched every year. It would go on uh, on I think it was TBS uh, Turner Broadcast System. They would put that on for like a week straight or 24 hours. And they would put it on for like every day. And then Christmas Eve and Christmas, it was on 24 seven. Um, <laughs> Pip, Pip logged in. Pip logged in on your coworker number four. Oh man, <laughs> with a huge list, a huge list. We'll definitely have to hit that. Uh, Jim says twenty four hours. Yeah, twenty four hours of Christmas story. Yeah, used to watch it, and I think twenty four hours of Christmas story is a great thing because you can fall asleep and take a nap and wake up and watch the rest of the movie. <clears throat> from what I what I recall, watching it from beginning to end is a um, it's a long one. I I feel like it's long. We'll probably lo- I'll probably look it up later, and it'll be like ninety minutes or something. But uh, I feel I feel like it's a long movie, uh, and uh, maybe it's just that it doesn't move along very fast. But man, there are definitely some classic scenes in there. Uh, people quoting them in the in the live chat. The BB gun, uh, you'll shoot your eye out, kid, and uh, the leg lamp is just solid, solid, and. Um, one of one of my favorite scenes i think in that movie is when they're changing the tire on the side of the road and uh he drops the f bomb that's that's just that's phenomenal that's phenomenal there so i like uh, i like christmas story we haven't watched that yet and uh yeah with uh, with no regular old tv and the fact that i don't know if i would buy it well let's see if it comes on prime uh to uh, to to grab it we have been uh, we have been racking up these uh, free movie credits. I don't know. A little aside from the movies here on Amazon, when you order from Amazon, do you ever look at the shipping options? Have you ever noticed that a lot of the times you can get um, it'll be like showing up on Wednesday, or you have the option for it to be Prime delivery something. It's a different delivery method but they'll give you like a $3 digital credit. And a lot of the times it'll show up on the same day as the other option. So man, I just click over and I, I get it on the same day and I grab a $3 credit and those add up and end up, um, and end up being, uh, they add up, they add up. We end up getting free movies on Amazon through that, or at least deeply discounted digital movies, which, are way overpriced in my opinion. I mean, why why do we need to pay fifteen ninety nine for a uh, for a digital product that costs Amazon zero? But I'll get back to this list. Um, so Christmas Vacation, Home Alone. Um, what Corey and I have watched recently? We watched the Santa Claus with uh, with Tim Allen. I don't think we've watched any sequels yet this year, have we? Not she says not yet. <laughs> we got we got five days left, and then I think uh, we'll end up watching Christmas movies probably well into January. Corey, Corey, if you haven't noticed, likes keeping the Christmas spirit. She starts it early with the lights and uh, draws it out as long as possible. So uh, this list is just starting. But we watched, uh, yeah, we watched the Santa Claus. I think we watched Elf so far this season. Elf is on the list for people uh, over here in the in the chat uh what else have we seen this uh season we watched christmas with the cranks 
which was interesting. Interesting movie. If you've never seen it, uh, a couple is now empty nesters for the holiday season. They were really big into um, into Christmas. It has uh, who Tim Allen was that Jamie Lee Curtis and uh, Dan Aykroyd and uh, a few others in it. But uh, they decide they're gonna not participate in Christmas. Uh, yeah, it's a it's an interesting story. It's a it's a fun one. We watched that. Uh, Surviving Christmas was interesting. That was um, Ben Affleck, right? And uh, and Tony Soprano. <laughs> I can never remember the guy's name. Um, Tony Soprano and Ben Affleck. And uh, Ben Affleck uh, tries to uh, buy a family. Tries to buy a family. Cat Bob says Scrooge. I like Scrooge. That's, that's uh, actually pretty good. Pip Pip rattled off. I I mean I gotta go through this at some point for sure. I'm gonna get to the ones that we've actually. James Galafino, yes. <laughs> yeah, he isn't making any new movies. <laughs> That's not good. That's not good. Uh, but yeah, Christmas with the Cranks, Surviving Christmas. Last night we watched uh watched a really good one. Uh, Corey was very disappointed. She thought it was going to be something else. I thought it was going to be something else. Uh, but Beethoven's Christmas, uh, of course, in this house, you have to watch the Beethoven movies. And when Beethoven's Christmas pops up, that goes on the watch list. Meh. Don't waste your time. Don't waste your time. Um, and then after that, we, we had a little bit of time left before we wanted to go to bed. So we pulled up, uh, Adam Sandler Christmas movie. And again, eight crazy nights, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. There were, there were many times in the movie that I looked at Corey and said, what is going on? What is going on? If you want to be confused, I mean, there were a couple of sort of funny things, maybe in the whole movie um maybe that's your style maybe it's uh maybe it is or not it's like a cartoon movie uh slash musical slash adam sandler being adam sandler but yeah eight crazy nights that was um terrible (laughs) that's terrible i was trying to be nice i was trying to be nice um but uh yeah (laughs) So those are the ones we've watched so far, I think, uh, since the weekend and, and into this week. Uh, some other ones that I look forward to watching to watching every year, and then I'll get to these live comments because, man, Pip, Pip uh, loaded us up over there for sure. Uh, some things I look forward to are the original Rudolph movie. Uh, Corey and I were talking about that and how um, Elf is pretty much based off that, I think. I think. Uh, with the traveling on the little iceberg and um yeah yeah the 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 elf that uh that was that was not not like all the other elves so rudolph that's a good one like watching that uh frosty the original frosty made my list um christmas story let me see and then what's up oh the grinch the grinch now do you prefer the old cartoon Grinch or you like both of them? Guess we're watching the Grinch this uh, this holiday season too, guys. Guess we're watching the Grinch. So <laughs> there's that. There is that. And I'm guessing everything else on my list is going to be in these, uh, these starred comments here. 
<laughs> Jim says it's hard for him to make movies these days. Yeah, um, unless he has to lay real still. All right, Pip. Pip is uh, is throwing these out here. I'm gonna wait and and lift list off Pips in a little while. Uh, but I'm gonna hit first. <laughs> we got Rewilder Life uh, throws out there the Charlie Brown Christmas. Of course, of course, all the Charlie Brown holiday movies are uh, always classic. The the Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas. Um, Jim uh, Jim says uh, mentions it's a wonderful life, and uh, I think. I think a wonderful life is uh, is something that you should see. Uh, I was talking to Corey, so Miracle on 34, 34th Street, and uh, it's it's a wonderful life are ones that you said you haven't seen, right? Um, so maybe we should we should watch those. They're great stories. They're definitely not um, the the new genre of movie. So uh, be prepared if you you click it on. It is definitely an old movie, which has a plot that you have to pay attention to and a story and a moral and all of that things that they used to put into movies that they don't seem seem to do anymore um <sighs> all right pip started in here says uh he's leaning towards his favorite is die hard Corey asked before who in the audience would say die hard um pip you win you win i told Corey that it's actually on my list um, a movie based around Christmas time when the main character is actually coming home for Christmas definitely needs to be considered a Christmas movie. I don't think that the fact that it's not about Christmas in the whole thing matters. It's the fact that it was Christmas time and that's the basis. He wouldn't have been doing what he was doing if it wasn't for Christmas. And then he also says uh, the animated Rudolph cartoon, yes, with the uh, abominable snowman, the abominable snowman, uh, the elf that wanted to be a dentist. Uh, and yeah, Corey and I were talking about that yesterday, the little the, the elf that wanted to be a dentist. And uh, who else? Uh, the uh, pickaxe guy that, uh, yeah, that carries the gun. Can never remember his name. Can never remember his name. Um, Jim says Die Hard's a classic I'll be home for Christmas story. Yes. <laughs> um <laughs> God. So then he says co-worker force as Home Alone and Miracle on 34th Street are uh, are those favorite movies and then he starts listing out a list of Christmas movies here. Let me see. Uh, Batman Returns. I, you know, I never really got into the Batman movies. I don't, uh, I don't know. I know what the storyline of Batman is. I watched cartoons as I was a kid. I watched, um, I watched, uh, some of the Cornelius Wallace. Yes. Yes. That is the, the guy with the pickaxe and the gun on, uh, on the animated Rudolph. I uh, never was a big Batman fan. Um, never got into it so that i assume batman returns is based around christmas scrooged is definitely a, a solid movie scrooged is on um i believe it's on uh, the amazon uh, available movies right now that's with uh, bill murray bill murray i believe that's a, a a comedy take on um the ebenezer scrooge story uh it's a wonderful life i believe is where scrooge was from 
No, wonderful life. No, no, I'm a, I'm a messed up. Gremlins. I always forget about Gremlins. Yes, I, I forget that that was a Christmas movie based in Christmas. If you haven't seen Gremlins, definitely check that out. Charlie Brown's Christmas. We mentioned a night, the nightmare before Christmas. <coughs> is that a, um, is that a Christmas movie or Halloween movie? The Nightmare Before Christmas. I'm, uh, I've seen it. I've seen it. It's been quite a while. Um, but I always remember people asking me if they that was a Christmas or a Halloween movie. Halloween prepping for Christmas movie could definitely be be off base on that. Um, Muppets Christmas Carol. Nice, nice. I'm good. I'm seeing these. Uh, I'm seeing these uh, ones in live as I switch back and forth between the starred comments and the live uh, Muppet Christmas Carol. Yeah, that that is definitely make you smile, sing along, and uh, rewild their life. Says uh, Scrooge McDuck. Jim says anything Tim Burton. I think anything Tim Burton kind of spans genres of uh, of holidays. He's always got that flair for the for the for the Halloween style stuff. Uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. It's a Wonderful Life. Polar Express. Polar Express. Have you seen Polar Express? No. With uh, Tom Hanks and the Christmas train. I saw it once or twice uh, way back uh, when I had a little one. And uh, that's when it came out. It is. It is. It's a it's a good story. It's a good story. Um, maybe we'll maybe we'll watch it if it pops up on the thing. And Bad Santa. Man. For all of you, for all of you single guys and girls out there that are looking for a Christmas movie to watch, if you don't have family to curl up with, you want to watch something that'll make you laugh and uh, and not really uh, not really bemoan Christmas. Check out Bad Santa with Billy Bob Thornton. That is definitely a, a solid flick. Edward Scissorhands is Edward Scissorhands. I mean, this is this is going way back. I. I haven't seen Edward Scissorhands in a long, long time, but I don't recall the. I recall him making snow with the with the um, the snowflakes. Man, whew, I need a refresher on Edward Scissorhands. Uh, the Chronicles of Narnia, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. That's a Christmas movie. Oh, in my mind here. Uh, what's that? Is he just listing movies? <laughs> I doubt it. I don't know. <laughs> she says just as much as Die Hard. <laughs> oh my God! What? What? Are you a movie? Are you a, a Christmas movie fanatic, Pip? <laughs> Man, um, <laughs> this list is insane. Uh, the Just Friends, never heard of it. Never heard of it. Trading Places, never heard of it. Sorry, Pip. Uh, while you were sleeping, you ever heard of it? No. What? While you were sleeping, never heard of it. Yeah, I've heard of that. <laughs> Sandra Bullock. Oh, yeah. Uh, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Uh, yeah, we talked about that. Lethal Weapon. Lethal Weapon. Right in there with Die Hard, huh? Love Actually. I like. Love actually, that's not a Christmas movie, is it? <laughs> she never saw it. The Santa Claus series, yes, I'm on board there. Uh, Ernest saves Christmas. All right, now you're talking. Now you're talking. I saw that yesterday, and Corey 
Corey goes, no, we're not watching that. I said, what do you mean? She goes, you like Ernest? I said, I did when it was came out. <laughs> oh, Pips, <laughs> Pip says uh, himself and a previous co-worker listed every Christmas movie they could think of. <laughs> MSU Rifle says Home Alone, Die Hard, and the animated Rudolph are the only ones mentioned that he's ever seen. Uh, let me get back to Pip's list here. Um, Santa Claus, uh, the red, uh, the long kiss goodnight, planes, trains, and automobiles. That's a fantastic movie, and um, yeah, I guess they, they were they were uh, that was a Christmas get home. Uh, eyes wide shut, <laughs> Jesus, Pip, eyes wide shut, uh, Ghostbusters 2 and the family man. Man, you uh, you must have jumped on the computer uh, to use the keyboard to get all of that out. <laughs> God. Oh, good morning, Jamie. How we doing? I uh, I think I'm gonna swing out and see you today in a little while. Um, he says he no longer participates in Saturnalia, and I'm up early. And Elf is a funny movie. Elf is Elf is a funny movie. I mean, going into it, you have to. You really have to just know what it is. It's uh, Will Ferrell being even more Will Ferrell than he is in all his other movies. Um, just being an idiot. Uh, so as long as you go in and understand that and uh, and can tolerate that, it is a it's a pretty good movie. It's funny. Um, it's it's a feel good a feel good Christmas movie for sure. Uh, <laughs> man, Pip got me all thrown off. Um, Jim, I think I mentioned this, but Jim fell asleep in the theater during Polar Express. <laughs> I've fallen asleep in the theater for a lot of movies. Do you know that you can fall asleep in the theater during, um, Gone in 60 Seconds? That's not a loud movie at all. That, that'll tell you, uh, that I was burning the, the candle at both ends when you fall asleep in the middle of that, sitting in the third row of the theater. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, guys, uh, I think, I think I definitely need to save the, save the list of movies here that Pip shot out and, uh, and, and take a peek at some of these and really see the connection to Christmas. Um, do you have, do you guys have any others that you're looking forward to watching coming up in, uh, in the next few days before Christmas? We got, uh, less than a week, guys, less than a week. Tomorrow is, tomorrow is the solstice. Don't forget, it's the shortest day of the year. Oh, and I haven't mentioned the whole solstice thing. Hold on, I'm going to get a, a, a copy of these uh, movies before I move on real quick. I don't want to lose them. And last time I uh, last time I lost my chat, um, starred messages, and they didn't end up showing up on Amazon or on uh, YouTube. So I was kind of disappointed in that. But anyway, where was I going? Oh, solstice, solstice. So... Interesting thing about the solstice. I got a few minutes here before we before we wrap up. So the solstice is the shortest day of the year, right? We can all agree on that. I'm pretty sure. 21st of December, I believe, may fluctuate back. 21st, 22nd. I think it's it might be borderline. Um, <sighs> someone needs to dance naked for me. I'll be, <laughs> I'll be at work. Uh, anyway, the solstice shortest day of the year. Corey and I 
as we traveled last year, um, really noticed from Minnesota to Texas the difference in the the lengths of the day, even on the shortest day of the year. Um, it stayed later longer. The 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 gap, the delta between the shortest day and the longest day, were way less. Um, this makes sense, closer to the equator, less earth tip, uh, sunrise, sunset, all of that, and it, it just made sense. So when we were here in Tennessee, kind of being in the middle, we figured it would be in the middle. We were getting close to December. We were walking the dogs after work. It was getting dark. Uh, we were walking the dogs in the morning. It was barely getting light. And so we were we were looking into the sunrise and sunset tables seeing what the the earliest sunset was and the latest sunrise like on the shortest day of the year so obviously we went to december 21st we were like okay we'll we'll see what they are there and then um, that'll be it and then it'll start getting longer on the 22nd you know that's how shit works anyway we were surprised we were surprised when we pulled up the timetables when we pulled up the the sunrise and sunset tables and i was looking and i went to the 21st and i went to the 20th and um it was wrong it was it wasn't the it wasn't the earliest sunset was it the sunset that that changed earlier i believe it was the sunset the earliest sunset was actually like the 12th of December. And then the sunrise outpaced the sunset change until the solstice. And then they both started getting further away, further away. Cat Bob, going to go to school. Um, White Christmas, the death set. The Miracle on 34th Street, the 1947 version. Thank you. Thank you for dropping those in there. Uh, Jim was wondering when you can stand eggs up on their end. I don't know. I don't know. Is that one of the solstices? Uh, but anyway, it was, it was interesting to me that the shortest day of the year, the time period, so 12 hours and or 10 hours and one minute or whatever, doesn't necessarily mean the earliest sunset and the latest sunrise if that makes sense if that makes sense i don't i don't get it i don't get it um you would think that they would converge they would be at their shortest their uh, closest point on the shortest day and then they would diverge um until the summer solstice where it is the longest day but just having to pull up those those sunrise and sunset tables i was like wait a second and as i looked in a little further i believe it was the 12th i want to say it was the 12th of december the sunrise changed and started getting later the sun or excuse me the sunset changed and started getting later and the sunrise started uh kept getting later just outpaced and made the days shorter by a few seconds every day until the 21st. And then they both started to diverge. So I don't know. Can you explain that craziness to me? <laughs> MSU Rifle says the earth is flat. Nothing to do with the tilt of the earth. It's 
sorry. How do you how do you explain that? Is that so? How does a flat Earth or explain the um, explain the different lengths of days and the solstices? I don't know. I don't know. I haven't uh, I haven't gone into it with too many flat earthers. I I just assume that anybody can believe what they want to believe. It's it's not up to me. Uh, so you want to you want to believe that we're on a disc? More power to you. You want to believe that we're on a movie set? More power to you. Maybe I should ask the director why uh, why the lights uh, why the lights do that while they why they go out at different times and uh, it doesn't get close to uh, it doesn't get it doesn't diverge and converge onto the solstices. I don't know. I don't know. So look it up. Look it up. Is that just here? Is that just in Tennessee? Is that something uh, by where we're at? Um, maybe elevation wise. Maybe um, maybe just where what. Uh, what uh latitude we're at did it happen in texas i don't know i don't i should probably pull it up for different locations and see if it's different hunter says it's bob the lighting director's fault damn it bob damn it bob and maybe it's only this year <laughs> i don't know i don't know just something that just struck me odd and, and uh happened to think about it here with solstice coming up tomorrow Solstice, uh, solstice is uh, for setting intentions, I believe. Uh, I'll have to talk to old Scrambling today, get the lowdown on uh, on the the hippie version of the solstice and what it means to all of them. And uh, uh, <laughs> and I'll I'll uh, be sure to I'll be sure to include that as a full report uh, tomorrow on the solstice. Pip says the Truman Show was not a Christmas movie. I don't think there was any Christmas in the Truman Show, was there? I don't think. Uh, I don't think there was. I don't think there was. Uh, off, off Grid Ping says as the sun moves in its course from north to south and back again determines the season. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. MSU Rifle says he's been listening to some pretty crazy flat earth podcasts lately. So in a flat earth scenario, is the sun also flat? Huh. I don't know. I don't know. Is everything flat or is it just the earth? You do you. <laughs> you do you. Oh, Jim says, good morning. Good at good night. You messed it up, Jim. It's good morning. Good afternoon. And if I don't see you, good night, I believe is how it went. <laughs> Maybe I was wrong. Um, <clears throat> Jamie, are you a flat earth guy? We'll have to have a discussion about that when I get out there, uh, get out there today. Says, does the sun... As it's closer to us, more daylight. As it moves more south, less daylight. Yeah, I mean, I get the whole, uh, I get the whole seasonality change. I was wondering how, um, how the sunrise and sunsets converge, and why they don't converge to the solstice. That why earlier, prior to the solstice, so a couple of weeks prior, the sunset starts getting later. Uh, but the sunrise still keeps getting later, and then at the solstice, then they start diverging. I, that was my that was my curiosity. 
uh, <laughs> Rewilder Life says, what's daylight? I haven't seen the sun in... Wait, aren't we daylight savings right now? Aren't we saving the daylight? When do we get to see it again? Anyway, guys, we uh, got off on a little sidetrack there. We are at an hour. I got to wrap things up. I got to get these dogs walked and uh, and get uh, rocking throughout the day. Oh, guys, <laughs> that's the climate agenda for you. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, anyway, if you'd like to participate in the live comments for the show, you can always join the live recording Monday through Friday at 6 a.m. Central on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, or X, and uh, uh, Twitch and Twitter X or whatever it's called. Uh, if you enjoyed the show, please consider sharing it with others. You can find all the links to my social media services. I offer recommended products and companies I'm affiliated with, affiliated with at thelotsproject.com. Be sure to listen on one of your favorite podcasts, 2.0 Value for Value podcast players like Podverse, which is getting better and better by the day, or Fountain.fm. Make it a great day, guys, and uh, we will catch up with you tomorrow. I can see the light